pretty loud too. You're speaking like directly into my soul. That's I'm used to <laughs> I'm used to all these intervening layers between us. Uh, I know, man. Once you get headphones, it's crazy. Your your voice goes straight into my. It's uh, <laughs> kind of sexual. It's a little too intimate. It's the closest we can experience to the voice of God. <laughs> right, it's each other. Or like, it, <laughs> we we just we don't have that connection anymore with the universe, right? Right, we lost. Like when, we lost when opportunities. Was, <laughs> no, oh, <come> on. <laughs> <laughs> don't go there. What I mean is, when was the last time you were sat in a public park and like a bird landed on your shoulder and like prophesied about the future, <laughs> like spoke directly into your ear? Right. Everything now, it's <laughs> you're distant <laughs> and it's in a haze. It's, it's foggy and ambiguous. Right. There's Everything no, now is in. A, you're in a heroin addict's house. You're just. You just want to get some. You just want to get the heroin. You want to get out. You just want to get out. They won't stop talking about their business ideas. Um. And you just miss that bird, dude. You just miss that bird on your shoulder telling you what to look out for, telling yeah. you the dangers to avoid in the week uh you know a guiding soul essentially yeah that's what Prophecy. i mean so headphones are the closest that we can get to that ancestral link <laughs> with the cosmos because it just brings sound and truth directly into your ear canal i'm trying to i'm trying to rebuild my connection with the universe with yoga with uh, yoga <laughs> right it's <laughs> I, I go into the dog dog position and I I just think about life. I think about like, well, what brought yeah. me here into the dog position? <laughs> Was it life? <laughs> you were wait, you weren't doing that before yoga. <laughs> you weren't like <laughs> you weren't waking up in your bed in like the the dead dog position, thinking like, damn, how did I how did I get here? <laughs> On my back, my stomach exposed to the ghosts in my room. Right, just six poppies uh, sucking on my six nipples. <laughs> You're talking about the position still? <laughs> this is no, like, cause I'm like, I'm exposed, like a dog on his yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a mom dog. <laughs> Would you expose two children? You're <laughs> 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 not exposing myself to children. <laughs> okay, then I'm feeding <laughs> them with my milk. I'm a mother in this situation. Okay, <laughs> Damn, we would be such awful poets if we lived in the olden days. They always say that like war creates a great poet, great like great poems, great literature, art, music. <laughs> Quarantine, this is what it created. Great podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> the quarantine era just created great podcasts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then it's gonna be like a time of peace when everyone's outside and they're gonna be like <laughs> i wish <it> was <laughs> what happened to all the great podcasts yeah I, I like to think of it more as there's this infinite screen of humanity stretching through space and time and we're our conversation mm. is just like a barely audible part of that screen we're just like that little thing ah! <laughs> right right against the backdrop of a much larger ah! <laughs> you know that you know that sound your computer makes when it's working really hard just that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> your your screaming is like right beside that sound, <laughs> but it blends in all the other screaming of the world. <laughs> That's such a funny sound. <laughs> it's so funny how. Uh, <laughs> if your friend was making that sound when he was working really hard, you'd be like, "Dude, you gotta stop mixing your Ritalin with." <laughs> you gotta. I don't know about your medication regime. You're too intense right now. But the computer's like that. Like, okay, let's let's charge this puppy up. Let's keep this going. The computers. Every animal is making a sound, uh, the same sound, and that is an internal scream. On the inside. <laughs> you ever watch? Yeah. Um, the decision an animal makes uh, when it decides to communicate sometimes it's really odd. Like, you ever see a bird land on a fence and start chirping, and you're like, wait, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> no one's chirping back. You're not looking at anything. You're just kind of like looking around, chirping into the void, like it's schizophrenic. Like, dude, you just got here. Like, who, <laughs> dude, just got who died and made you the chief? <laughs> yeah. Dude, this is my backyard. Get the fuck out of my patio. <laughs> um, That's crazy. There's no way, yeah, there's no way he knows those other birds. He just traveled from San Francisco. He's just avoiding the cold. And, and already <laughs> he's got shit to say. All uh, birds yeah. are like relatives. When they come visit you, they just tell you about their flight. They just tell you about the, the traffic. They just can't stop complaining. I think the funny thing is maybe it's something that varies according to species. Um, I don't think most of them are actually communicating. Cause really? Uh, it's more just they have like certain species will have a certain set of chirps. Um, and at most, any individual bird will just kind of randomize the sequence of those chirps, but it's the same chirps. They just kind of change it. I, I think so. And so there might be like a set of chirps related to mating, but the, mm. like it's not, <laughs> it's not like structuring the chirps in like five point paragraph essay format. Right. It's a little sonnet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little haiku. <laughs> it's basically the nickelback of the animal kingdom is just repeating <laughs> itself. Four in the morning when I wake up, it's just birds trying to trying to find love. We're <laughs> dating apps, I guess. We're, I guess birds. I guess the tree is the dating app for birds, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think, dude. Um, everyone's always everyone always talks about birds it's right. like something we got to be right you got to be the early bird you, mm. early bird gets the worms <laughs> dude, but, <laughs> dude no one no one ever tries to be the worm man no one's ever like dude don't be the early worm because the early worm gets eaten by the early bird just to be a worm sleep in don't pay your taxes <laughs> don't, don't go in public don't make eye contact who is the worst figures. in society? Who is the worst? No, I'm not going to point out the worms among us. That's, oh, dude, that's thank you. you just saved me from, from walking down a bad path. You just yeah. saved me. There was a trap. There was a banana in front of me, and I, you just you told me to turn left. You told me to dodge that. Oh, yeah. man, that would have been. If we started continuing that thought, only positive vibes. Right? <laughs> 
We're the early birds, all right? I'd be a hawk. What bird would you be? If I was a bird, probably uh, probably like an emu. It's like an above an emu. Yeah. Oh, oh no, dude! I'd be an ostrich then. I forgot about. I forgot that we could go other continents. No, man. What? Which is? Is it the ostrich or the emu that that digs its head in the sand? It's the same. I, I think they're the same. Wait. It's the same bird. Google they time. look similar. I don't think they're the same. Emu. Emu. How do you spell that? E M U. No, that's what I spelled it. It just gave me an inertial measurement unit. Really? Bird. Oh, oh E M U. Okay, I said. Uh, sorry. Uh, the emu is the second largest living bird by height. I'm the first. Uh, <laughs> after its retite relative, the ostrich. Oh, and is endemic to Australia, where it is the largest native bird. And da, 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 da. endemic is. Uh makes it sound like a problem <laughs> i wonder do they run i don't think emus run uh i mean i thought they could what 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 worries me is is everyone always says that they dig their hand or their head <laughs> in the ground but when you think like what that involves it's this bird with this long neck neck slamming its head into the ground like that how is it digging? That's How hardcore. It, it can't dig. It only has to <laughs> smash the skull against <laughs> yeah, the earth. How many ostriches have died a pointless death from concussing themselves against like a rock? Or... Oh my god! That's why emus only live to be twelve. They just they just start. What are the illnesses that NFL players get at like forty five? They get that at seven years old. Emus are just. <laughs> just... The moment they're born, I guess their mom has to make the homes for them, or is a is a baby emu just slamming its newborn's face against soil? Uh, dude, the NFL's got to do more to protect its players and emus. <laughs> it is. I mean, for such a rich organization, it's uh, it's a shame it's not doing more to protect. Dude, for such a rich organism, I can't believe they don't have a better skull helmet mechanism you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> they barely have like you know when you get punched in the face a few times you get struck in like cauliflower ears like your body instinctively will swell up to take some of the impact you'd think an emu's face would just be swollen all the time right or just oh, yeah. like... <laughs> imagine dude uh you ever seen an ostrich oh yeah dude you're looking they're at fucking, one right they're... now <laughs> they're so ugly no, they're not. What the heck? Ostriches, if you've seen them in person, they're abominable. Where have you seen them? Uh, I saw one at a zoo. Um, their necks are so long. They're so right. tall. And their right. heads are so... It's nightmarish. It, uh, it's, it's what you... It's Again, what... you're describing me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I already forget. Oh, yeah. So, I mean... Maybe it's a good thing that they don't have that adaptation, that they get cauliflowers. You imagine it, because an ostrich is already ugly, but an ostrich that looks like it knows jujitsu, that looks like a UFC fighter, would be so much more ugly. Oh man, that would be the new apex predator. Lions they, <laughs> wouldn't even try, dude. And I think too, they they have like some hair on their head, 
They do, um, yeah. Which just makes them look like they're a balding U.S. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like Homer Simpson <laughs> hair. Some, some, <laughs> some bald guy, 40-year-old out of Muay Thai gym is what. But he can run eyes. 60 kilometers an hour. That's his, that's his one thing, and he won't give it up. Like you can tell from the eyes, too. It doesn't know how to negotiate. Right. Like, it, like it looks at you, and it's making like a picture. Yeah, it's just constantly making it. foe. Friend or foe, you want to throw it out, bro? <laughs> Do you, you want to throw fists? Let's smash, bro. <laughs> they're just, there's these, I don't know. Hostages. <laughs> Horrible. Friend or foe. What are we doing with them? Why do we let them roam around? Do they, they're not even close to extinct, right? They're just running wild. They're just. Uh, I don't know. Mating like crazy. I, I really don't know anything about Can you imagine you're in a small village in Australia, just uh, made from brick and probably wood, and then <laughs> over the hill, over the horizon, it's just a herd, 10,000 emus just running towards you. Oh, dude. Uh, Ostriches, doesn't matter. Uh, no, you're, you're right the first time, I think. Well, don't worry, dude. We'll, we'll what would you do? Honestly, what would you do? Because you can't outrun them. You can't run 60 kilometers yeah. an hour. Um, and you just sold your gun for a TV. So. Uh, probably I'd show them, uh, I'd show them really graphic content on television where viewer discretion is advised mm. and get the 10,000 emus to shove their heads in the ground in horror. Like I'll show them like a local local news station. They're like, "Oh my God, they show this on TV, horrible!" And then they stick their heads. <laughs> just the put our podcast put our podcast on. They just put their heads in the sand in the earth. I'd probably read them um, extracts from Albert Camus' uh, "What's his The Stranger," and then they right. think, "Oh my God, the universe is so absurd!" And they stick their heads in the ground <laughs> in horror at, at the horror of existence. I uh, I was actually YouTubing like uh, John Paul South and uh, dating like what was his take after a conversation to see what it was and the whole idea was that in the beginning of a relationship everything is so new the variables are so unknown everything is just so anything could happen essentially that's the idea that's the feeling and but when you're in a relationship already it already feels deterministic it already feels like the the habits are in place the structures in place you know your partner you know what you're going to do wednesday thursday friday saturday um so it all feels determined and, and tight and stuck but you're talking about existentialism is like the beginning of dating when you're just like like if you date a girl from ireland now suddenly you're you have this I don't know. Now you're connected to this family in Ireland and it's, it's just great. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty lame. Actually. I don't understand it. Um, oh, okay. I, well, okay. I changed my mind too. I thought it was cool when you were explaining now. Like, <laughs> it was shit so cool until I saw you. I thought you weren't smiling. I thought you were oh, no, no. like, Oh, it's so, lame, dude. I don't even like it. No, I'm sorry. I was just thinking like, where, <laughs> where, where can we do this? <laughs> dude, that, was your uh, brother in the room? No, no, no. Sorry. Um, I just heard some sounds, oh, but dude, that, that is true. I can count, um, not on my fingers. I would need so many fingers to count how many times uh, I dodged a bullet of not having to get interested in another one's background because we didn't end up dating to so many times where right. they explained to me their heritage. They're like, oh, okay. And then uh, it doesn't work out. And then I just think, wow, that, that's a relief. I don't have to learn about that. 
stupid culture. <laughs> Isn't their heritage usually from China? Aren't you, are you <laughs> obsessed of China anyways? No, 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 no. I mean, from all over the world. I'm, I'm kidding, <laughs> of course. I'm kidding. No, no. I know you got a thing for China. Don't worry, babies. I won't tell anyone. Taiwan, whatever. <laughs> You're telling it's not, it's separate. It's Taiwan. All right. It's not China. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's uh, <laughs> there's uh, there's so many friends that uh, ask me how 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 is China, dude? I'm like, do you you know I was in Taiwan, <laughs> and it's everything. <laughs> dude, dude, so what did you do in China? What was the food like? Did you make make a lot of Chinese friends? <laughs> Every time you ask me how is China, I respond, "Oh, Taiwan was okay." <laughs> you know, I was in Taiwan. Why are you forcing it? It's so because legitimately, it. their culture they don't they think they think Taiwan is a part of China. Like they won't yeah, accept I mean, it. They won't accept that. It's a, yeah. yeah, no. It, it. I mean, it is Chinese. Um, Ooh. The, the, well, oh, I mean, you going back in? a friend of mine. I'm, uh, joking. In, I'm pretending in, I'm Taiwan. Like, that's the case. No, in, in terms of cultural heritage, but it's it's just weird, dude. That uh, like if I knew that you were in Ottawa or mm. Toronto, right? I mean, it'd be a little weird if I just kept saying Canada instead of Ottawa, and then it'd be extra weird if you were in uh, like, like if you're in that island that was disputed between Canada and Denmark. And I knew the specific name of the island. And I was like, dude, how is Canada? And you're like, dude, I, I mean, even if it is Canada, it's not really Canada. It's just a stupid island where all the Danish and Canadians put me right. <laughs> It's like when uh, the Caribbeans were owned by France. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm just visiting France. And it's just like <laughs> Rastafarians. Like, good day, brata. I can't do it. I can't do the voice at all. Um, but can you imagine? Can you thank imagine? you for trying. <laughs> <laughs> Effort is half the battle, I think. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, right. Can uh, you imagine telling people, that, yeah, you're going to go visit France and it's just you in like the Caribbeans? No, dude. It's like, I mean, it's, it's really the same as being in an airport terminal. It's like and when Britain owned India. Like, oh, I just uh, can't wait to visit. Can't, can't, wait. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. can't wait to visit England. <laughs> England? No, <laughs> can't wait to visit New New England. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know. Dude, let's go to Perth, Ontario, and experience European culture. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg's Weed Factory in Smith Falls. <laughs> Damn, dude, we're just surrounded by culture. <laughs>